Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of Soccer Symphony. This is episode number two. Episode number one was uploaded on Monday, and unfortunately on Tuesday, uh, we were not able to upload the review of the France versus Belgium game due to some technical difficulties, but we're back. And as you can tell, we have a brand new logo, and uh, bit by bit, we will continue to piece together and make history just like Croatia did today by qualifying to their first ever FIFA World Cup final, and nonetheless, 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. We will be reviewing snits and bits of the France and Belgium game that ended 1-0 due to a header from a set piece from Samuel Titi, who slotted it in past a very good and informed Courtois, in my personal opinion. But there's just so much to talk about. We have to review that game. We're going to review today's game between Croatia and England. Did you did you think it was coming home? Personally, I thought it was going to come home. Literally, there was memes everywhere. It's coming home. It's coming home. And ladies and gentlemen, England are coming home, but empty-handed. Unfortunately, they will not be going home with the FIFA World Cup in their hands. But Croatia have the possibility to make history twice in making it to their first ever FIFA World Cup final and winning it. So there's just so much to talk about. There's so much to review. Keep your ears glued to your headphone speakers, uh, whatever it is that you have, because we are now available on seven platforms in the likes of Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Uh, Anchor does a lovely and wonderful job of setting you up and allowing you to record your own podcast through the power of your cellular device, and it does the job for you of posting it on all major platforms. We're currently pending on Apple Podcast or uh, iTunes Podcast, however you'd like to see it, and uh, TuneIn Radio. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a small dream, a small desire that with the support of lovely fans and lovely listeners like yourselves, and if you do the job of spreading the word, helping me promote Soccer Symphony so people could become aware of what it is to uh, be a soccer supporter. It's, it's lovely. It's wonderful. You find a team that you like. And you support it to the end. And this is what the World Cup is providing. It's bringing unity. It's bringing people together. um, Especially now that we're at the final. And we will be seeing France versus Croatia. So there's just so much to talk about. Reviews. Previews to the final. And the third place game between Belgium and England. And... There's just so much to talk about. So much, so much to talk about. So stay tuned. Because we're going to be talking about the road... We're going to be talking about the road to the final uh, for France and the road to the final for Croatia. We're going to be, you know, covering a little bit of every single game that they went through. And if you actually thought that they were going to make it, because personally, I thought this was going to be a Belgium-Croatia final. But at least I got one of those two finals right. Um, But deep down in my heart, I sort of wanted England to win. Because, you know, we follow the Premier League so closely you saw the effort, Deli Ali, Harry Kane is currently the top goal scorer, and there's just so much to have expected from, from England, Croatia. Personally, I didn't have any favorites. It would have been nice to see England win, but I'm happy that Croatia won because they're making history. And um, it's something that you don't get to see every day, and they waited four years for this. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. So let's kick off. Let's, let's, start, let's start this conversation. Okay, first off, we have the review of the France versus Belgium game. Now, it ended 1-0 off of a lovely header from Samuel Mtiti. Wow. You know, it's been a long journey for France. 
And why don't we start off by reviewing their journey up to the up to that game versus Belgium, everything that it took them to get to the final. Well, first off, we had that first game back in June, uh, June sixteenth, versus Australia. Now they won two to one, and that was a a game that you had an own goal and you had a penalty. Was that a secure? Was was that a convincing win for France? Did did you come into this game and saw okay, okay, okay? France versus Australia. They had a penalty and on goal. Okay. The, the important thing was that they won. And that's all that they wanted. Right? And so that first game for me, you, you had a penalty from Griezmann and you had an own goal from Australia. And then Australia had a penalty themselves. But I saw the game. And it wasn't completely convincing as what you have. Like, if you saw game one and you were to determine from the form and the result that they had, France are going to make it to the final. Probably not, because they didn't back it up either with the France versus Peru game, because they only won one zero, versus Peru, who barely made it to the final, who barely had their star player Guerrero in it due to you know the battle between FIFA and you know uh, the 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 drug testing and he hadn't passed and he had to fight for that, but they but they luckily got Guerrero Paulo Guerrero in there, and they only won one zero. Okay, fine. Then they versus. Uh, Denmark, and it was their only loss of points in the group stage where they drew nil-nil. Okay, so you're looking at their first three group games. They beat Australia by a penalty and an own goal. They beat Peru by one goal, and they don't score any goals versus Denmark, and it ends 0-0. So at this point, you're thinking, okay, they're going to verse Argentina. But as you know from my last podcast, if you didn't listen to it, I highly recommend you do. But if you did listen to it, you remember that I mentioned Argentina was a team that I was supporting for this 2018 World Cup. And I've been supporting them since I can remember, since I have uh, use of knowledge that I remember I've, I've been an Argentina supporter. And it's not because of Messi, and I clearly specified that in the last podcast. But Argentina are my uh, team. They're close to my heart. And they were going into this game, and I thought, you know what? Argentina aren't doing that good. They got battered by Croatia. They barely got past Nigeria. They tied 1-1 to, to World Cup de- uh, debutantes in the likes of Iceland. I'm I'm just like laughing because it's just like, okay, you, you, you barely got into the World Cup. You're barely getting past into the round of 16, but you did it. And then when I saw that game and I saw France's performances in the, in the group stages, I was thinking, okay, you know what? We might have a chance. There's hope. Man, did I scream that Di Maria goal almost as much as I did the Rojo goal versus Nigeria. But they did it. 4-3 versus uh, France, um, and they lost. Got knocked out just as I expected them to. And it was a good performance from killing Mbappe. That was when pretty much everyone was like, you know what, Mbappe has kept proving himself. If, if, if he was on the hype train and everyone's thinking, you know, Mbappe's on the groove, Mbappe's doing good, at, Mbappe, Mbappe did good at Monaco, and then PSG bought him. He did good at PSG, even though he was under the shadow of Neymar and Cavani. But he's proving his worth at France, and he's doing it right now, and he definitely showed it in his brace versus Argentina that ended a hope of millions of people, and of course, myself, and then the hope. So that's when you're like, okay, you know what? France are in it to win it. They they grinded out a 4-3 win. Almost, Argentina almost, almost, almost pulled off the comeback. But nonetheless, they versus France. Versus Uruguay. Let's talk about 
that game in the quarterfinals on 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 July sixth, and I think I, I I had reviewed the preview to the France Belgium game. I had mentioned that. You know, coming into that game, I, I kind of expected France to win because Uruguay didn't have their talisman in the likes of Cavani. And Suarez and Cavani linked up perfectly, and that's how they were able to defeat Portugal to get into the quarterfinals to begin with. So that completely threw Uruguay off a spin, and that gave France the advantage. That that was a, a, a wonderful game. Varane with a great header, and then Griezmann pulling it off. And sure, people may talk about Muslera's mistake that he could have definitely blocked better but nonetheless if the ball goes into the net it's a goal and France got the job done defeating Uruguay 2-0 crushing the heart of another South American team and then there's there's the semifinals France versus Belgium and I'm thinking this is a tough one finally I, I at, at this point I was thinking France finally got, got we get to see what they're made of because Belgium aren't just any team Belgium were grinding out good results um, they were doing great, you know. They had they have Hazard, they have De Bruyne, they had just de- finished defeating Brazil, which everyone expected them to win. Like I mentioned, Belgium had probably destroyed more than half of the people's brackets for the World Cup. I mean, Belgium w- w- were in it to win it, and I expected them to be in the final. And that was when I was like, okay, you know what? It was a very conflicting game. I expected more goals. I expected so much more, and all we got was a one 0 result off of an Umtiti goal at the fifty first minute of the game. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, France made it. Congratulations, Viva la France. You're in the World 2018 FIFA World Cup Russia Finals. You did it through penalties, through headers from corners, through everything. You did it. You made it. And now you're going to verse first-timers Croatia. And we're going to talk about the Croatia game of today versus England. A great game. Hope went down when England had scored that first goal from Trippier. Hope went down. I was watching the game. Croatia were trying to get into it, but coming to that second half. After that first goal, man, I saw a reinvigorated Croatia. They tied it at the 68th minute from Perisic. I saw that goal. I was like, I cheered that goal because I didn't want to see another 1-0 victory into the final because we had already seen it through France. We, I wanted to see more. We, we needed to see more, obviously. And that's what we got. Perisic made it interesting for us. And at the 68th minute, he ties it up. And we're going to extra time. Now, personally, I saw, I saw a penalty shootout coming. I, I expected a penalty shootout because England... I'm like, nah, England can't go out like this. England can't go out in extra time. I mean, at least in penalties, they can go out. But whatever, you know. But... You know, Croatia did it. And Mario Mandzukic at the 109th minute gets that goal in that pushes Croatia into the finals for their first time in their history. Uh, I think I was, you know, listening to to the commentators and they were saying how uh, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Croatia are the were the second smallest nation in the in this year's World Cup, probably right behind Iceland, um, if I'm not mistaken, but... Nonetheless, I mean, I feel like Croatia were sort of the dark horses of this entire tournament. They 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 got out first place with three victories in an Argentina, Nigeria, and Iceland packed group. That wasn't an easy group. Argentina will always be Argentina. We saw what Iceland did in the Euros, and Nigeria will always be Nigeria. They had a great squad, and you know, talk about you know uh, fashion and, and the likes of their kits that were so popular and viral this World Cup. But nonetheless. It wasn't an easy task for Croatia to get out of their group, but they did. 
you know, and 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 why don't you talk about uh, Croatia's road to the World Cup, right? So their first game was versus Nigeria, and it 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 was a very interesting game where we, I personally didn't know what to expect, you know, because you have um, you have Iwobi, you know, the, the you know the Black Eagles, I mean. They, they were squatted, in my personal opinion. And that first game, they lost 2-0. Uh, Nigeria lost 2-0, and Croatia took dubs. And I guess Croatia, all they had going to this World Cup was probably their kits because um, they managed to beat Iceland. And, ladies and gentlemen, I cheered every single Nigeria goal versus Iceland. Iceland fought. They had heart. And everyone knows their iconic chant. And th- they went into it swinging. And unfortunately, they, they, it wasn't enough. You know, one draw and two defeats. You know, debuting in the World Cup isn't easy. And, you know, they, I, I feel like they went out with a lot of merit. But then it was that Argentina-Croatia game. Their second game on June 21st, where they... Demolished Argentina 3-0. A very, very heartbreaking game for me to watch. Um, because I expected so much more from Argentina. I really... I mean, I expected a loss, but not like that. Heck, I even expected a draw. But it's very unfortunate. Uh, Luka Modric got mine of the match in that game. And, man, um, Rebic, Modric at the 80th minute and Rakitic at the 90th minute of of extra time. I think at that point, Argentina had just thrown the towel. They really didn't even care about that that third goal going in at this point. And that gave Croatia so much boost, so much confidence, so much morale to, to push forward and go and obviously take down um, Iceland 2-1. to one. And Iceland fought. Like I like I had previously mentioned, Iceland fought so much, so hard. It's incredible what they did. Um, and we had already mentioned their performance was incredible. But it wasn't enough to squeeze out a victory. It was 1-1. And I believe with the draw uh, that Iceland, between Iceland and Croatia, Argentina were still going to pass because they were def- they, they had beat Nigeria. But it's impressive to get out of uh, out of the tournament with all nine points. Because when you come into the World Cup, you you come in with automatically playing three games, and you could you automatically play three games, and you could play up to seven games in the World Cup. The three first games of the group stage, round of sixteen, quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final. Even if you make it to the semifinals, you'll still play that seventh game because you're going to play that third place game. But but obviously, uh, that's not what. Um, Croatia clearly were after because then the round of 16 they defeated Denmark after after a full time of one of, of a one one marker of, of the goals between at the fourth minute Mandzukic but then Jurgensen scoring and that that first minute and, and I was watching that game and and I saw Den- Denmark were winning and I was like holy smokes you know like could this be the end of Croatia but no it wasn't clearly uh, Mario Mandzukic again saving the team like they did today like he did today and then Croatia wins on penalties three to two um an incredible game, a very good, hard-fought game. Uh, very excited to see 
Croatia because they have such a good midfield. Rakitic, Modric, Perisic. Um, it's incredible what Croatia have been able to accomplish up to this point. And then obviously they versed Ru- uh, Russia 2-2. Two two, and then again they went to penalties. And again they went on penalties three, uh, you know, 4-3 to three after a 2-2 two two marker at full t- after full time. And then today, Croatia versus England. I didn't know what to expect personally to this point. Because I learned after the first couple of games, predictions go out the window at this point. There's not really much to talk about. Uh, You can't really try conjuring up your own conclusions or predictions because what we've learned through this World Cup is that no. The World uh, uh, FIFA World Cup Russia 2018 has showed uh, shown us and says, oh, let me see your prediction really quick and throws it in the trash. Because on July 15th, France will be versing Croatia and it's going to be an amazing game at Luzhniki Stadium in Moscow. It's going to be hyped. You know, Croatia are competing in their first ever FIFA World Cup final. France are chasing a second World Cup crown after 1998. It's, it's, we're in 2018. It's, you know, it's, it's incredible what we're witnessing. Uh, 20 years later, um, France get to do it again for the second time. And, um, it's incredible. It's incredible. I'm really excited. I'm so hyped. I'm so pumped. Um, you know, I'm I'm just I'm 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 at a loss for words. But that that this has been France and Croatia's road to the final. Um, every single team that's played in this tournament deserve to be there. Thirty two teams, only two two left: France, Croatia, and I don't know what to expect. Now let's talk analytically and on paper. France looked like the better team. Looking at the results, France have shown results, but so have Croatia, and you can't put Croatia down. Everyone, I, I personally thought that like England were like when England were winning one zero. I personally thought England was going to score two zero, or you know, I just thought that England had had another goal inside of them. Unfortunately, not. We didn't get to see Harry Kane. Harry Kane is a tournament's um, goal scorer right now. And and there's just so much going on. So much going on. And you're thinking that, you know, you're looking at Griezmann. You're looking at Mbappe. And Dembele, who plays for Barca, and we saw him on the bench. And you're... and. What, hey, what, what do you think? Do you, do you think we'll see Mbappe uh, at least in the final or something like that? You know, the stats say that Harry Kane has six, um, six goals. And Shirshev with four goals. Uh, Romelu Lukaku with four goals. Cristiano Ronaldo, four goals. Yeri Mina, believe it or not, three goals. And Kylian Mbappe is sitting on three goals. Well, with one more goal, uh, Kylian Mbappe sits in um, the, the four-goal club in the World Cup. And with a brace in the final, he's looking at five goals. Now, the only two Frenchmen who can compete for Harry Kane's uh, golden boot at this point is Kylian Mbappe and Antoine Griezmann. And Croatia are in the final, but Ivan Perisic, who is their top goal scorer, alongside um, Luka Modric and Mario Mandzukic, who have all of them have two goals apiece. There's just... When you when you look at it analytically and, and statistically, and you look at everything else, it, it's 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 incredible to what the World Cup can do to you. 
It's incredible what the World Cup can do to you, what it puts you through, the the, the joy, the pain, the tears. Um, you know, when, when Brazil got torn down um, the way they did, they were going down 2-0. My brother was devastated. When we got knocked out 4-3 to France, I was devastated. And I'm a little bit butthurt, I'm going to be honest with you, because, you know, uh, crashing out to, to France um, really sucks. So I want to see Croatia win their first ever World Cup. But I like France, because going into the World Cup, that was one of the teams that, after after Argentina, I was supporting France and Belgium. Those are my two teams. And I, I expected them to do some damage, and France did. And Belgium did as well. But it wasn't enough, um, and this is it, it, this is it. We are making progress. Uh, so this is the second podcast episode after the trailer, and um, it's currently ten fifty p.m. on the East Coast. And I just really wanted to upload something. I wanted to put something out there, out in the atmosphere for you guys to listen to. Maybe on your drive to work tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow was Thursday. We're so close to the weekend and so close to the World Cup final. Uh, so much to be done. Um, so much training and, 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 and processing this. And really, I, I don't want to give a prediction. Um, for the France-Belgium game, I told you guys that my heart was inclining for Belgium. For this game, my heart's inclining towards Croatia. Even though, like I said, before France did what they did to Argentina... You know, I was rooting all the way for France, and I still am. But you know, obviously, you know, who who's not going to be kind of butthurt to to that loss that that we had? But I mean, France in the final, and Croatia in the final. Um, did I expect Croatia to get to the final? No. Did anybody expect Croatia to get to the final? Some people did because of what they were doing. They ended up first place in their group. They have Luka Modric. They have Ivan. They have Ivan Rakitic. Um, and they have they have a solid squad. They're solid, and that's why they're in the final. And you can't take merit and credit, and you got to give credit where credit is due. And I'm just so excited that they are in the final for the first time in their history. And Luka Modric, can, it, it would be incredible to see him win a Champions League, his third consecutive Champions League, like back to back Champions Leagues, back to back to back because it's three of them back to back. And it's it would be awesome to see him lift uh, the. Um, World Cup and the Champions League in the same year. Ivan Rakitic, unfortunately, with Barcelona, was not able to accomplish winning the Champions League, but they did win a league. They won the Copa del Rey. Two solid, two very solid midfielders, and you can't take away from Mandzukic, who's you know a Juventus player. You can't take away from Perisic. You can't take away from anybody. Vida has been you know putting his neck on the line game after game. So it's not going to be easy for Mbappe. It's not going to be easy for Griezmann. It's not going to be easy for Giroud. It's not it's like it's not going to be easy for none of these teams. Two very solid teams. So much to do. So little time. The finals happening this Sunday, July fifteenth. Don't miss it. Watch it. If you haven't followed the World Cup at all to this point, you just hear about it here and there. Why don't you do yourself a favor and definitely make sure that this Sunday you were in front of a TV. It's going to be at ten o'clock here uh, at the East Coast. Um, but worldwide, just wherever you are, the West Coast, um, doesn't matter where you are. Um, just watch it. And personally, I'm I'm eternally grateful. You know, this is I I've never done something like this before. This is my my first ever big project because I never thought things like this could be done. But I don't know where this podcast is gonna lead me. Hopefully, it leads me to to greater things. And you know, um. From podcast to podcast and every single episode, I will try doing better. I know there's so much more to be done. Um, 
you know, Anchor only lets you do so much through a phone. I mean, already what they allow you to do is incredible and it's great. But what they what they allow you to do up to this point is amazing. And I will keep doing it this way until I I am able to start building up my own little mini podcast studio when I can buy a, a, a professional condenser mic and an interface and I'm able to start conjuring up and editing the podcast better because believe me my first one day hopefully you know uh God willing I, I look back and I see my first podcast and I'll be like geez you know this is how far we've made it but huge improvement with the logo I'm really excited um I want to thank my cousin Gerson Morales who was able to conjure up this 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 logo it means so much uh it's it sort of represents what we're aiming her we're, we're what we're aiming here for so spread the word we're going to start uh working on um social media soon twitter and instagram will obviously and i think will be the only mediums facebook probably when we're far 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 like you know who knows how many podcasts i'm going to get to I, I i i started this project i don't plan on slowing down i want to work hard to keep putting out podcasts. I want to be as entertaining as possible. I want to be as creative as possible. And I want to start doing things differently because there's so many podcasts out there. So many people putting out their content, so many ideas, putting out their ideas, so many people doing stuff for them for, for the sake of, of the love of what they have. But I really want to put, you know, my, 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 my effort and, and let my passion be shown through these podcasts. So if you spread the word, share the link, post it anywhere, send it to a friend who you want to get them into, into soccer, do what you got to do to spread the word about Soccer Symphony. Um, like the slogan says, don't just watch, listen, uh, educate yourself on the beautiful game. Because soccer is that, that medium that we use to vent, to, to let the stress out, you know. From our jobs, from everyday life, soccer allows us to have that little escape. And if support your local club, if you don't, if you don't, so, um, and if you're new to soccer, uh, find a team that you like, maybe you like them because of their name, because of the logo, maybe you know something about their history. Soccer's awesome. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, I believe it was the 2016 season. I believe it was the 2015, 2016 season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that incredible, uh, Leicester winning side who won the Premier League. Nobody expected them to win. It was like that David and Goliath scenario. Soccer's unpredictable. It's 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 a completely unpredictable. I mean, this final was unpredictable. No one probably expected a France-Croatia final, but it is. And it's incredible. You know, um watch videos on YouTube, follow people. Uh, I'm going to sh- I want to keep shouting out my boy Jimmy Conner because maybe in some way shape or form I'll grab his attention and hopefully and I fingers crossed and you know, I pray that that uh, our paths cross and he's able to come onto the podcast and stuff like that. I have, I have a dream for this podcast and it's for it to blow up and to grow. And like I said, if you give yourself to something, it'll give itself back to you. So, I mean, this has been an episode with soccer, another episode, episode two of soccer symphony. I'm your host, Jeffrey Vides. Don't just watch, listen. I hope this podcast has been music to your ears. Stay close to your phones. If you get the update, posting this uh on uh wednesday july 11th and the next podcast will probably be on saturday um hopefully that will be the goal because we're going to do a little preview i'm not going to do a preview for the belgium england game the third place game i'm just going to do a review and a preview 
um, the review of the third place game and the preview to the final um, news. I'm going to try, you know, reading up and studying up on on everything leading up to we're going to we're going to cover everything leading up to the great finale this Sunday in Luzhniki Stadium in Moscow. So stay close. Uh, follow, uh, spread the word, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Um, I, I really, really, really appreciate the support. If you have any comments, uh, what Anchor allows you to do is to send voice notes to the podcast. Feel free to. Um, I, I don't even mind posting. Um, if you come across this podcast and you've made it to the final of this podcast, twenty eight minutes so far. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope it was music to your ears, and um leave a little voice note message or whatever it is and we will get cracking on social media so that's another platform that we will be able to spread the word about soccer symphony and be more creative in every single way should perform and that'll give you guys a voice and for me to read comments or suggestions or anything else to make this podcast podcast better and to take it to the top um so it could be up there with the likes of espn so it could be up there with the likes of um football daily and any other sort of podcast that that talks about the beautiful game and the wonderful 90 minutes that of passion that it will give you so eternally grateful thank you thank you thank you for listening this has been jeffrey vides like i said already stay close to your phone thank you for listening and uh we will see you for the preview and review of the world cup final